Hey, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, are you aura over it? We are talking about when you are done with something, when you are so over something physically, mentally, spiritually, you feel it in your bones and how that looks in your aura. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So what are you aura over it about? Um, let me think about this. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what I actually am or yes. aura over it about. Did I get that right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Over, aura over it. Okay. Yes. Just, yeah. <laughs> the, the idea that people don't get auras. Oh, that's been bugging you it's, lately. Yeah, it's been bugging me, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it really it's has. It's a random it, red rant. Oh, here it comes. Red rant. <laughs> R, 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 a random red rant. Yeah. Because, you know, like, <laughs> here's the thing. Oh, here's the thing. Okay. All right. First of all, you know. Every red look, rant starts with, it. here's the thing. I've been there before, you yeah. know, just a short couple days ago. <laughs> I didn't believe in auras either. <laughs> Okay, three days as I started right. to go, I believe in it. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I actually was there where like if, you know, a few years back, if you would have asked me, what is an aura? I don't know when we started this, but I'd be like, eh, whatever. You know, I just tune right out. I'm not you, even, I'm not even going to listen to that Yeah, when I was telling you I could see auras, you thought about, you, you paused. Yeah. You, you took like, a pause. We're talking about years. This years, 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 This is years, years ago, years not just ago. a few days ago. Yes. This is years and years ago. Yeah. I was like, okay, what is that? Whatever. Oh, right. And you tell me I'm red and blue and I'm like, all right. Okay, great, thanks, whatever. I, I don't care. <laughs> I truly don't care. I didn't care that I was red and blue. Now I now it's like I embrace it and I love it. You know, it's like I, if I didn't know I was red and blue, I don't know how I would actually live my life. It's it's incredible to know. But, you know, I I wear my shirt a lot. I talk to a lot of people. I'll go up to people all the time. People come up to me for some reason. I don't know why. You look friendly. Yeah, like uh, you're a bit of a you're a chatty person, too. Yeah, people just seem to come up to me for some reason or other. And <laughs> okay. And I'm, <laughs> okay. they do. I don't know why. The, the older people in Florida, they love me. I don't they know. They do. Yeah, you know. And, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, I'll just start talking in aura color, not even knowing that I'm doing it or not doing it. You know what I mean? I'll just use the colors in sentences or the language, the terms that we've come up with or you've come up with or the, even the group has come up with. I'll just use them. Yeah, like it's just regular English words everybody knows. Yeah, and then sometimes like people look at me or they'll read my shirt and they'll be like, what's an aurora? Yeah, they don't know how to say it. Mystic <laughs> I'll be like, that's Miss Michaela. That's my wife. That's she's my, it's she's wearing the hoodie and the hat and the sunglasses on the treadmill over there. Right. <laughs> go, go ask her what your colors are. That's what I tell them. <laughs> And, and you know, I, I don't, I don't know. They just like they're not, they don't get it. Like they just won't, they won't be into it or whatever. And then like I just feel like, well, maybe I just called it something different. Let's say I just yeah. said, hey, your color is, yeah. Maybe that would get them. Well, more the word into aura trips people up. Yeah. And so there's other words you can use that maybe don't freak people out as much, like colors. Right. Right. It doesn't freak <laughs> or, people out as much. Exactly. Or, personality type right okay yeah if you use like enneagram like everyone's like oh okay or what's that other one or yeah human, is it, i don't know what no, but, human design is that one no that's enneagram, less that's more fringy that's but more fringy yeah in our group yes uh, yeah, you might no, get the same reaction at the ymca yeah. gym sure oh your horoscope like if anyone you ask your uh what's your sign, sign everyone's like oh i'm Leo yeah or people can get Virgo. That. yeah that people are totally fine with that that, we're going to make that for auras, by the way. That, that's our goal. Okay. So like, okay. All right. So let's just go back to the basics. Okay. And what is an aura? So your aura is your energy signature. It is the vibe that is inherently yours and nobody else's. Just like a signature. It is, it's just who you are in a frequency around you. You are constantly carrying around this frequency and other people are picking it up all of the time, whether you know it or not. So the more self-awareness you have about your aura and how it actually works, the more you're able to kind of control that frequency so that you can have more control in different situations and, and know yourself better so you can make better choices that suit you because you really can't make your vibe different than what it inherently is. And the more you make yourself you, the more you understand you through your aura or energy signature or whatever you want to call it, the more you're going to be able to emit a frequency to the world, not just people, but circumstances, the environment, the universe, that is authentic. And authentic is high vibe. And high vibe attracts okay. better things. So so that's really what your aura is. And, and we all have the ability to pick up each other's vibes. It is an instinctual, animalistic thing. So you don't have to see colors. You just have to read energy you're doing it anyways. You just okay. have to kind of think about it. So let me ask you this question. Let me put you on the spot here. 
Okay. So you go to your friend's house mm -hmm. and you're, you know, at a dinner party and their husband's there. Okay. With the, the husbands or whatever, boyfriends. And you want to tell this husband who you know is probably not into it, his aura, you know, you know, you, 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 cause it's a vibe, right? Yeah. So what do you, how do you go about that? Instead of saying, Hey, let me tell you your aura colors. What would you tell that friend how to approach that person to say, Hey, you're, you know, red and blue. Is there, is there, yeah. Yeah. So it depends what aura color they are. Okay. Right. It would, it would <laughs> how you're going to approach them. Right. If they're purple, they're like, yeah, obviously I'm purple. Like even if they've never heard that <laughs> yeah. before. But if they're green or red, they might be a little bit more it, it, and, and they might be, they might need you to explain somebody else to them first in their life. Like, Hey, you know, auras your wife she's a yellow well, what does that mean well that means that this is why you know the house is all organized and why she's a little anxious today because she's hosting this party and she probably had a to-do list from three weeks ago and she's been working on it yeah that that's her yeah that's her i'm like yeah that's yellow you know right. so and then you could be well what am i Right. Well, you're green, you know, and so green means that's why you have the workstation and the, and the, whatever, in the garage or that's whatever their green qualities are. And that's why you love reading this book about botany right now or whatever it is. And that can kind of help people. So that's, it depends. Sometimes you have to talk about somebody else in their life and then they want to hear about them. Um, some people are more willing to listen. They're yeah. like, oh, cool. Okay. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean? And you don't have to use the word aura. You can just use like color vibe right. or like something that doesn't off put people. I mean, or you don't have to say it at all. This is just, yeah, it's just a different way yeah. to talk about it. And it's really just personality types, you right. know, and, and people like hearing about how they are. Um, they, they, they understand it immediately once, once they're not scared of it or they're, Kind of into it in a friendly, fun environment. Yeah, you kind of ease them into it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. All right. What about if? So I guess once you let's say, uh, how important are the colors to know them? Like, let's say, is it so, like I know I'm red, blue, and I I understand what those two colors mean. It's very important to me. But can I get by without even knowing it, the colors? Yeah, you. First off, I made a quiz. I put like a ton of information out there. I was a teacher, so I'm big on personifying each color. And my goal is for each single one of you to do this for yourself and for the people in your life. Like that is my goal because you don't have to see colors to read them. It's really just vibe characteristics. And what I love about auras and, and teaching it this way is when you start paying attention to how other people make you feel, you know yourself better. And listen to that again. When you start paying attention to how other people make you feel, you start understanding yourself better because some personalities might make you feel more uh, scared or pleaser, or I want to disappear, or I want to go on some sort of party binge or something. So understanding how you react and how other people create fluctuations in you can help you understand your own vibe and your own frequencies and more self-awareness for that too. And, and then you can extend that to work situations or relationships or communication styles or choices that you're making on the daily. Maybe you've been forcing yourself to be organized in a certain way and that doesn't work for you. It just causes anxiety. So maybe there's a different way to explore organization in your life. That's just right. one of many, many reasons. So so the colors aren't so important as, as are the feelings and the emotions and what you know notice in yourself when you start paying attention to those things. Okay. Excellent. You know, when I, when I think back and, and a lot of people have heard us say this before, this is kind of just like a, a recapping. Yeah. Recap, recap, random recap, red rant. Yeah. Right. It started <laughs> off as a red rant and got into some, yeah. I, you know, I feel like we're almost like we misplace where we should have been mm. in terms of the categories. Okay. Like, you know, on Spotify or Apple, you can choose what category your podcast fits into. And, you know, I think, I, I really think we probably should have chose self-help. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I feel, you know, yes, it is a spiritual podcast. I mean, we do try to make the paranormal normal, but I, or maybe we're like, it's just a mix of yeah. self-help slash spirituality. What do you, what do you think along? Yeah. Those I think lines? we're like psycho, it's like psychology fringe. Yeah. We're like on the fringe it, something of now like a self-help right. fringe. You know, maybe in a in a couple generations, auras <laughs> will be part of a psychology class or something. You know, yeah, because it seems like you could fit it in there. Yeah. Again, if you take out the word aura, you could definitely fit this into yeah. that. Yeah. Right. I or mean, yeah, I mean, we have energy. For, 
you can go measure it scientifically. Everybody has an energy field around them. Yeah. And, and maybe even if I was more scientific, I would, there's different frequency readings for different colors. If you, if we took like a hundred people and measured their frequencies and okay, they're at this frequency and this yellows are are measuring here and greens are measuring here and blues are measuring over here. So there's gotta be a way to measure it or or do that and then attribute it to the colors because it's a real thing. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that would be yeah. Just like forget yeah. the colors. The colors are just how I see it. And right. it's like kind of friendly and it's fun and it's easy. It's easy to understand via color. Even if you don't see them, it's easy to understand colors, but I, forget that. I yeah. really would love the technology green people help where you walk into like a box and it measures your actual scientific vibe frequencies and then match yeah. it against their colors and see, okay, yellows range from here to here and reds range from here to here. Right. How cool would that be? That would that would be really cool. Now, I mean, if you can even measure that on people, I don't know if that's a ma- thing. Well, I just made that up. Yeah, I mean, I know they have like the aura <laughs> photography and Spotify did that yeah. aura box, whatever. But I don't think you're talking about that. I think you're no. talking about like the energy level yeah. of that person if it could be measured, like frequency waves. A frequency. Like, is yeah. there a way? I, we're to talking me- green here. We're not green. But so. think we're not green. So this is hard for us they're, to they're, wrap our brains around right now. But think about that because. Okay, some people you meet are very intense. Right. And if you're self-aware, you feel it. Like with me, when I meet somebody who's very intense, it's not that they're being negative or positive. I just feel like my stomach will start hurting. But it's funny that you could also pick that up when the person isn't intense. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so like I, you'd be like, isn't that person being at- intense? You could say that, and I'd be like, no, they, they just seem normal. But you're still picking it up. I guess even, that's a me thing. That's a, yeah. Because I can look at a picture of somebody just smiling, holding a piece of birthday cake and being like, oh, she's intense. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and <laughs> yeah. Whereas the average, well, to me, let's say. Right. I don't know about everyone else, but I would just say, oh, no, they're just having a fun time at the birthday party. Right. I guess that's a, so that's my own problem. I don't know when I'm being psychic or not because it's just yeah. so me. But I, uh, but I think you can measure it. I really do. R- yeah. No, but it would be – yeah, so – what you're saying is maybe that measurement would always be the same, no matter if they were being intense, because they have the ability to be in, yeah. really intense, or if they're I, at that birthday I party. I think they do, Could because be the when I see somebody in a picture and they're not even acting intense or something, like, I feel it. Yeah. They're, they're very, like, their energy is, like, invasive. Not in a bad yeah. way. They're just, like, you know, they take oh. up more space. Yeah. Okay. I just got three DMs from green people that basically <laughs> say, you guys do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> Keep it a spiritual podcast. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I just got some. They're probably right. Greens. I'm like ready to use microwave <laughs> technology on people. I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> well, I don't know. Anyway, very yeah. It, it's just it is fascinating to me. I mean, I I, I don't know. There's science I, in there, there somewhere. Is, yeah. We'll find it. Is it. In there somewhere. <laughs> we'll find it. We have no green in our auras. <laughs> I will never have green in my aura, which we learned a few episodes back but i will tell you right now i'm on a very high frequency because our first ad is from wild grain hey scotty hey guys oh wait stop what? stop, stop what? taping why no, we're done recording today okay there is the wild grain delivery guy oh. walking up our driveway yeah let's we're done with the podcast it's a baking today. day it's over yeah forget it it's over <laughs> all wild grain all day there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh baked bread coming out of the oven wouldn't you agree scott Yes. And what if I could tell you all that you could get all the delicious and spend less time in the kitchen while you can with Wild Grain. So Wild Grain is the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Unlike typical supermarket bread, which I can't even go back to anymore after Wild Grain, Wild Grain uses a slow fermentation process that's easier on your belly, lower in sugar, and rich in nutrients and antioxidants. And what I've noticed is it keeps you fuller longer, keeps me fuller longer and my family. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less and here's something new you can now fully customize your wild grain box you can get any combination of breads pastas and pastries you like if you want a box of all bread all pasta or all pastries you can have it plus there is a new option large box with 12 items in it which is perfect for bigger 
families. All you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash KYA and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often it's easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash KYA to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wild wildgrain.com slash KYA. That's wildgrain.com slash KYA. Or you can use promo code KYA at checkout. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay. So part of being over it is understanding your capacity in life and understanding when you got to drop something to move forward. And this is 100% connected to your aura, your energy signature, the whatever <laughs> right. the heck you want to call it. It's connected to that because when I do readings... I see when you are or over it. I okay. see it in the colors, in the hue, in the oh boy, oh it's boy. coming. You you're gonna you're about to drop something a hundred percent. Am I other than people being not talking about auras? Am I aura over it? You are aura over it for the silliest things like today at Target when we were back to school yeah. shopping was I, was you're I red yeah like we couldn't find tissues and you know me i like just wander aimlessly like is the tissues here are the tissues there and i look behind me pushing the cart your aura was so over it like you were so like fire engine red really you were like forget the tissues i'll get them later i'm like what Okay. Okay. So I was over. Yeah, but like usually when we're gonna talk, the way we're gonna talk about it. But I'm, it's like fleeting for me. Yes, yeah, fleeting. That, okay, so and I'm like, all right. But I would assume if I was a different personality, and I was like, no, we're not leaving until I get the tissues. Then, then it might have escalated or something. Yeah. Well, that could be like maybe that's silly stuff. Though. If you were like a yellow, yeah, not to put down yellows, but let's, right. let's say we were doing it yellow, and you're doing the back to school shopping because that's what we're doing oh a yellow couldn't handle me a yellow right or me <laughs> right because a yellow might have to go in the order get every single thing like you know i th- like they'll ask for like eight uh glue sticks or a something. yellow wouldn't it, bring you probably not. <laughs> a yellow right. would be like yeah. set you up yeah. at the weird target pizza place yeah. and be like eat this yeah don't move yeah. see in 20 right. and have it all done yeah and then there's me <laughs> And I get annoyed with the list. So right. my red is bringing out the, the annoyance with the list because I'm like, they're oh, like, yeah, cause the they're so specific list. on things. Like they're, we want eight glue sticks. There's okay. I'm like, well, and then I'm like, oh, here's the package. I found it. And there's seven in there. Right. Like, you're getting the seven. That's it. You're not getting the, you're getting the seven. <laughs> okay. Because then I got to get another package or I got to go like say, Hey, someone at the store, would you give me, that's why I'm talking to people. You just, Could you like give me one of your glue 58 sticks? 58 cents. You just get another flipping no, package. You get the one package. <laughs> Anyways. You get the seven. That's why the yellow would have left you at home. Well, yeah. See, or they got it all online or something. But, uh, yeah. but I mean, that's my silly example just because okay. it just so, happened like an hour ago. But um, usually being right. or over it, like for okay. you. Yeah. When I've seen you in big situations in life that are very so substantial. I've, okay, and I know I'm bringing it back to me, you're going to yeah. say. So I have my aura over it in the overall scheme of life right now. Do you see that on my aura? No, you're, okay. you're fine. So I just have like these pockets. The last time I saw you yeah. aura over it yeah, yeah. was when you stopped teaching. Okay, so that was three years ago. Yeah, because oh, okay. you were going still because you had it in you. You wanted to finish for the kids that year. Yeah. But you were... It was like you were, your aura was just, you were done. Like okay. you were physically there, but emotionally not. And you, it's like you already had made the choice that you were done, but you kept doing it still. So that's or over it. Okay. It's like just or over, but like so, in your body and soul, you just knew it's over. Okay. It's so, done. This is it. Right. All right. So what you're basically saying is if I'm aura over it, back to school shopping, maybe a selenite stick waved over my head. <laughs> Or some sage yeah. or something like that could get me out of it. Yes. But if I'm aura over it, like the teaching yeah. scenario, right. no stage, no like selenite stage, red jasper, yeah. or whatever crystal <laughs> does what, I don't remember anymore from the crystal episode, Yeah, then that's not going to work. Yeah, so I got to do something else. Your energy field needs okay. protection. Okay. And part of that protection is making choices um, that suit your authentic self. And sometimes those choices mean letting go of things and people and situations. And sometimes, um, protecting that aura has to do with boundaries or 
making choices that serve you, even though they're not popular. And that's hard. I mean, it's easy to be annoyed in a situation and be like, all right, I'm taking out my sage spray and dousing yourself. I mean, that's like a quick in the moment mindfulness fix, but long-term to protect your aura, to keep it healthy, to keep yourself feeling good. Sometimes you have to do things that don't feel good. (laughs) And that's what we're talking about today. Because when you're over something, like, you know, you're done, Okay. but it's not pretty. Because you have to separate yourself from it. And the separation part can be brutal. And that's what you went through when you were done three three years ago when you were done teaching because you knew you were done. Right. But you still had a commitment you had to fulfill. And so it was hard. You know, it was really difficult for you um, for a lot of different reasons. And then uh, relationships, people, uh, uh, beliefs about yourself programmed beliefs that you've had for a long time about who you are being over those things means reinventing the parts of yourself that they used to take up yeah and that's a lot of flipping work but that is work for your aura so this stuff isn't always like easy peasy rainbows and aura colors it's hard spiritual work that's worth it and it's part of life and this happens to everyone because even you, right? You recently probably were over or over or it yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And I'm going to talk about and you're that. You're going to talk about that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Because the summer is, but was tough, for, was really hard for me. And you had an aura over it moment. I which did. We'll talk about. I had a huge aura over it moment. And I, it was hard. And it was like deep programmed stuff. Yeah. That I'm still dealing with it, but I feel like I can, I don't know, at least speak to it a little bit more because when, when you're first aura over something, it's usually just like a lot of physical feelings and and I'm going to talk about all that, but yeah, but yeah, protecting your aura means doing things like this sometimes Okay, and that's okay. And that again, like we said, it happens to everybody. It's not just us. (laughs) Every single person probably has that. Yeah. Uh, And again, no selenite stick is going to save you from that, (laughs) you know. Yeah, and we talk about that on here a lot. Tough choices for yourself that benefit your mental health and your spiritual health and your physical health. That's how you protect your aura. That's how you do what's best for you. Not everybody is going to agree with that all the time, but that's the separating what other people want from you versus you, which yeah. is a huge part of, of growth and, and, yeah, protecting your aura. Yeah. I, I love when you do, you know, we, you do a lot of meditations. We mm-hmm. just had a uh, game night with our discussion groups. You did a cool meditation to start. Um we do like the 8-8 meditation, the eleven eleven meditations. And I love – sometimes you'll do like a protection aura, aura protection bubble. Oh, you like type those? Thing. I like those. Yeah, I think I – I mean I don't – I mean I assume people like them. I, I don't know. But like I like it because like I, I'll, I'll try to do it. You know, I can't see it. But that kind of helps too a little. I mean that's probably just a temporary help, fix. But yeah, I like those too where you yeah, do those aura I, protection meditations. I know. I talked about it in my book, the psychic workbook too. Yeah. It's got your aura bubble. Your aura bubble, And you yeah. could do like an aura bubble meditation. And it's – if you for, you can fortify the energy around you um, and and you can, with mindfulness, bring it into action. Think about – you know, I – Think about an athlete. If you're athletic, I'm not. But if you are, <laughs> a lot of times they'll send mindfulness to a part of their body that they need to improve. So a lot of times, like athletes, for example, if they're working on, I don't know, like swinging a bat or something, they kind of will mindfully go through the motions without even doing it. Or or tennis players will go through their backhand in their mind. Or gymnasts will go through their routine moment by moment by moment. And you can do that with your energy too. You can sit there and you can think about it. You can visualize it building up around you, protecting you, um, fielding away negative vibrations away from you, especially when you go into situations that aren't fun. I'm like, okay, you know, take a minute in the car before I get out. I have to go to this function, but I have my aura bubble around me. And, and it can feel like I'm here, but I'm not going to let everything in. Right. And so that's... That's another way you can protect yourself, yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to do a quick ad, and then after that, you're going to talk about being aura over it. This podcast is sponsored by Mix Hers. To put it simply, Mix Hers is a nutritional supplement that helps balance hormones. From your first period to your first hot flash, Mix Hers will be there with you every step of the way. I 
just started trying mixers. This is my first cycle using it. It has helped me a lot with bloating. I mean, listen, they Mother Nature throws everything at me. It's a lot of bloating. It's a lot of cravings. And it's a lot of anxiety. And I will say, since using mixers, which also tastes good, you just like, it's a powder. You put it in water. I mean, it's, I'm drinking it now. It's actually helped me it's it, like calm these things and I do feel a noticeable difference and this is my first time using it. In addition to balancing hormones, MixHers has a dozen products to support women's wellness from pre and postnatal supplements to menopause to support to a libido booster for sexual wellness. MixHers has the ideal supplement for every woman on earth and you can take a quiz. I took their quiz. You can take their quiz to ensure that you get matched with products designed for your unique wellness wellness goals and all their products are produced with 100% natural ingredients. They don't use any artificial flavors, colors, or added preservatives, and all their products are gluten-free. So you've heard the buzz about Mix Hers, but this is your sign to give it a try. Mix Hers birthday sale is live. Get 15% off site wide. Plus, if you subscribe, you lock in that 15% discount for the lifetime of your subscription. Are you ready to take your hormone health seriously? Head to mixhers.com slash KYA and use code KYA for an additional $5 off your first purchase of hormone-friendly, highly absorbable, delicious drink supplements. I've been going through something this summer and... I was talking to my neighbor about it, my cross the street neighbor, and she's like, it sounds like you're aura over it. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I'm taking that. I'm taking that. And so this is about being aura over it when you're aura over it because yeah, something happened in my life. It has nothing to do with podcast or, you know, with Scott or anything like that, but something very significant I became over in my life this summer and I think when you're over something, when you're over it, it takes time to process it. You don't have words. You mostly just have feelings and the feelings are, wow, everything just fell apart. And just because I do readings doesn't mean I have some sort of key to unlimited knowledge of the universe. Um, I get, I get a lot of insight from doing reading. So I oftentimes, how it just seems to a lot of times work out is when someone's reading comes up, they have something, they have something going on. And sometimes it is very similar. It is when things are just completely falling apart. When things are in shambles in your life, it is an opportunity to reflect and it's an opportunity to reconnect with who you actually are. And who you actually are has zero to do with your human identity. It's a spiritual thing. And sometimes things have fallen so much apart in your life. That's the only thing that you have to grab onto. And it's really, really hard um, there's only so much our bodies can hold, only so much our bodies can handle energetically and spiritually. I'm talking about your spiritual body, your physical body. And in this lifetime, in order to move forward, in order to evolve, to get your life purposes accomplished, to move it along, you have to drop stuff. We all have to drop stuff. Um, these can be relationships, circumstances, identities, roles in your life, thoughts and programming and things you thought were true, at times they get shattered. They completely get shattered. And your auras will show me that. I'll see that in readings. I'll see, oh, wow, you know, you're, you're leaning on one color. There's so many ways your auras can show me what you're going through, depending on what color you are. And we're going to go through each one of those. But overall, they hold and they reflect and they are the pathway to what you have to see now. They are the pathway to your new perspective. Because when we drop something, when we're over something, we confront our identity 
And there's a difference between your 3D identity and your 5D identity. And when you drop a 3D identity, it's really difficult to reorganize yourself because you put a lot of time and energy perhaps into that identity. Um, For example, I had a client and she was working in her career, in her profession for about 20 years. 20 years she did this. I mean, it was her schooling. It was her 20s. It was her 30s. It was her 40s. Okay. She was doing this forever. Um, She moved up in this world. She had certifications and degrees and jobs and she got fired and she got fired so bad. She lost her ability to probably do it anywhere else this this particular um career path so it was about oh my gosh like i spent so much of my life investing in this identity and it's not a possibility anymore i can't do this anymore okay like it just so happens in the 3d world this is not an option for me anymore it's it's the thing just fell apart okay like it's complete and there is an element of just being completely over it. There's an element of completely being, oh my gosh, that's not me. I'm done. I have to drop it. I have to let it go. And that intense knowledge that strikes you at that time and struck her, okay, I have to pivot, but I don't know where to pivot or what I'm doing. You feel like you're standing still and falling all at the same time. This is something that can also be called an ego death. Um, In your lifetime, you will have lots of these. The more spiritually aware you are, the more ego deaths you'll probably have. (laughs) And they're not fun, but when you can identify what they are, they become easier. Maybe not easier, but Mm, they become more digestible (laughs) to navigate them. Um, And it does feel like a part of you is dying when you have an ego death. Now, episode 94 of this podcast, I talked about an ego death and what it is in great detail. I whole episodes dedicated to it. So if you want to hear about an ego death in detail, you can go back and listen to episode 94. But basically, in summation, it can feel like you are dying. And the thing is, is the part of you which was identifying with whatever it was that you're now done with is dead. And the part of you which identifies with it is now dead too because it was latching onto something outside of you. And so when when you, something outside of you that you can't control disintegrates, whatever that is, there is the part of you that has to deal with it and there's the part of you that has to confront it and reorganize yourself. So so many of you have gone through this where you just, oh my gosh, I have to let something go through an ego death. And some point you've known that something in your life is completely over. It's irrevocable. You cannot rewind it. It's over. You can feel so many things. um, That's what I felt this summer, for example. Completely punched in the stomach, like gut sore, sucker punched, worthless, uh, because you put a lot of stock You put a lot of identity into whatever it is that is now done. You can feel completely confused about next steps, very stuck. You can feel extremely sad and depressed. It can be very hard to find joy. Um, You can feel the hole that it has left in you and it feels like a void. It feels like a vast emptiness of whatever this thing is that you're done with now When it leaves you, it leaves you with a wound. It leaves you with a void and you feel it all the time. You don't know what to put in there. It's, it's hard. Um, it's really hard to look for anything else. You can be stuck in feeling like everything's pointless. Why bother? It's pointless. Everything is meaningless. What's the point? And you can get really stuck in that cycle. All normal. You can also feel like you're totally faking it to the people around you. Like, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, everything's great. You know, the smile doesn't quite reach your eyes because you know you should be over it by now or that's what you think. You think, all right, I need to be happy. I need to be over it. I need to look like I'm having fun in life. I can't be sad about this anymore. I have to move on. 
if nothing else, because you just don't want to be the Debbie Downer in the room energetically, but faking it is exhausting. So you might find that you're fatigued, you're napping, you're sleeping a lot more. You can feel like you've been completely skinned raw, like completely flayed, like you are vulnerable. Everything upsets you. You can't handle looking at things that used to not bother you. Now everything might bother you. It's funny because like you can feel really vulnerable and sensitive to things that you never thought you would and very numb and apathetic to things (laughs) that used to bug you. And you can also kind of just generally feel like, why is everybody else happy? Why is everyone okay? Like, don't they know the truth? Don't they know what it's really like out here? Because when you're over it, when you're done with something, two things are going on. One, you understand the truth of what you've been through, 100%. And you understand that there's no going back. And you understand that that part is over now. And you understand that it also needs to be. You get that too. But there's another part of you that doesn't know what to do. It's like you lost your map and you cannot navigate outside of it anymore. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I had a client very recently and she was, she just knew that her marriage was over and it was something, you know, they were still living together. They were still married. They have kids, all that, but she just knew it's, it's over. It's over. She just knew it. And it's not that she wanted it to be necessarily. It just, that's what it became a fact rather than a choice anymore. Uh, because of a lot of things that were going on with her partner and things that were out of her control and things that she just was like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with that anymore. And her aura was completely over it. Her energy was over it. Looking at her, it was, it was both a strength and a fortitude and a wisdom, (laughs) but also a feeling of just utter devastation, exhaustion, and hollowness, if that makes sense. So it's interesting how when you know you're over something, how you can be both, you can be both sad and also sure, assured of at least what is happening has to happen this way. So a lot of times I feel like what happens is our ego And I always say that the ego, which is a, listen, we love our egos. It's the human part of us that keeps us alive and keeps us going on this planet. So we're, we're happy about our egos. But the problem with the ego is the ego likes things to stay the same because it knows how to navigate the same things. Even if they're not good for you energetically or spiritually, the ego doesn't mind that part because it knows how to navigate that. Like I always say, we don't do what's good for us. We do what is normal for us or familiar to us. That's what the egos do until you know better. So usually when you're over it, you know better. And the ego doesn't have the ego doesn't have the pull over you that it used to. So it just brings out the physical symptoms <laughs> and the mental strife and the second guessing and, and the guilt and all that kind of stuff. All right. So I wanted to talk about how it feels 
I mean, that overall, I went through how it feels when you know something's over and you get it and it's in you and you physically and mentally and spiritually understand that. But every aura color does have their own ways of displaying that they're over something and they understand that they're over something. The more conscious you can be of those tells when you're over something, the less you're going to self-punish for it or allow other people to talk down to you or feel lousy about it because it is normal to be over something in life. I mean, sometimes we have to just get over something. We have to be over it so as to move forward. Um, and sometimes we have to, we have to feel those feelings, but a lot of times society will come at us and tell us, no, you're not supposed to be over it. You're supposed to keep doing it. So understanding your aura and how you know you're over it is beneficial and you not doing that to yourself. Let's start with the yellows. When a yellow is over it, if you've been sticking around here long enough, you know, we call that a yell no. (laughs) Yellows wake up one day. All of a sudden, they look around. They're like, yeah, no, and they're done. And what they do, though, is once a yellow hits their over it point or their yell no point, they can scaffold their way out of a situation. Are they doing this feeling chipper and happy and cheerful? No, they're feeling all the things we just talked about, but they can plan their way out in a way where it's not as drastic as other people deal with an over it moment. So those, that's the yellow, that's the yell no. Blues and indigos. Okay. Similar, similar. I'll say similar. Okay. Blues can feel, you know, as we normally talk about blues being really sensitive and healers and very invested in other people and how they take things. But when a blues over it, they feel completely numb, apathetic, dead to other people's feelings about it. And so the blue aura ego has to be really careful because what'll happen is their egos will be like, oh, you're um, mean for not caring anymore. So then they'll just try, your your ego will try to attack you by making you feel bad about how you're energetically coping with things, which is just, you'll feel done, like completely apathetic about something. You're not mean. If you start feeling apathetic about something, that means you're over. It doesn't mean that you're mean. So you have to be careful of the guilt. Indigos, similar, all that can happen to them too, but then they get kind of indigosty about it, indigost or door slam. And I'll say this about blues and indigos too. Um, blues and indigos, it takes a lot. It takes a lot for them to be over something. If a blue or an indigo is over something, that's a long time coming. A real long time coming. And they probably put up with more than most people would ever expect them to, if they knew. Um, So indigos, blues do this too, but I think indigos have more kind of like a an awareness about this part of themselves, they will give a situation or especially if it's a relationship, like a person, a lot of chances because they know once they close the door on that part of their life, they cannot go back. There is no, there is no comeback once they're done. It's like a door slam or the indigoist. They just, just they, they're done. They're gone. Bye. And they don't want to get to that because they know that their energy works that way. Okay, purples. Purple auras have when they when they're over something, they have an intuitive knowledge. Okay, I'm over it. They know. But they don't always know how to get themselves out of it. Hence the purple bomb situations we talk about. Purple bomb, I think episode was it episode 44, I want to say, is all about purple bombs. Um Purple bombs are when a purple wants to be done with something, but they don't exactly know how to do it. So they just do something really self-destructive to get out of it. So that's like, you know, you're done with a relationship, but you don't really know how to do it. So you go cheat or you're done with work. So you don't really know how to do that. So you just yell at your boss one day in front of everybody. <laughs> just something really crazy. You, The problem with being purple 
and being over it is sometimes you'll do the purple bomb thing where you do it in a way that's self-destructive so that you can't go back because you've bombed it. <laughs> like you, like there's no walking back in that office after you, you just screamed at your boss the way you just did. You never, and, and you did it on purpose that way. So you wouldn't go back. So purples kind of have a cut and run thing when they're over something, a, a fight or flight. They have this need to just run and they don't know how to organize it. So they, they can get, they can get a little creative slash messy with it. Red auras. So when a red aura is done with something, they have logic attached to it. Now, whether the lo- the logic is their logic. So it's they've created reasons and justifications for why they are done. And that for them alleviates a lot of their guilt because they have created arguments as to why they're over something and why that this is the right move for them. And they feel correct and passionate about being over it. And that's it. So they're kind of good at being over something. Can they feel all the things that we talked about? Yeah, they can feel all that stuff too. They totally will and can and do. But they have the logic that helps them out. Green auras. When a green aura is over it, they tend to... It's not unlike the yellow, not, well, not unlike the reds in that they'll have their own practical logic for why they're over it. But what they'll do a little different is that they can compartmentalize very well. And so they can use their logic and then almost put up walls around them so that they can go off the grid emotionally as they go through the motions of healing from where, wherever they were attached to what they're done with now and for them it can involve travel or they can throw themselves into a hobby or they need alone time to focus but yeah they go off the grid kind of emotionally to deal with it turquoises out of nowhere they'll make some sort of proclamation that they're done and they A lot of people don't always see it coming. So turquoises, when they're over something, will make a big splash. So either, you know, if it's a relationship, they're over, they'll just go off out of nowhere on them or they'll they'll make reasons or they'll say what they got to say or they'll say all the things that they've been repressing and they'll say it all at once. And then all of a sudden, they'll completely evaporate. They will disappear that's it. They're done. And and you can't get them back. It's kind of like, did I ever even know you? Were you ever even here? That is how turquoises act when they're over it. They say what they got to say. They do what they got to do to express why they're over it. And then they poof, go, go away. They're done. And usually they absorb into something else or they go do something else as they heal from it. And finally, pinks. Pink auras come out of nowhere. You didn't even know they were over anything. Um, They come out of nowhere. And the pink auras on our page called it the pink punch. So I love it. It's basically you're done. You're ready to come out of your joy bubble. Tell everyone what's up. And, you know, blast off into their next chapter. And, no, and everyone's like sitting around with their mouths hanging open. Like, did that just happen? Did she just say that? Did he just do that? I don't know. Like, was he even paying attention? And then all of a sudden he came in and just said that and then like poof disappeared. So pinks, when they're over it, they surprise you, deal with it, and then go do their thing. So just some awareness in how it feels when you are aura over it can help you lessen your guilt and hopefully speed up that process of understanding what to do when things feel like they've all fallen apart and you have to reestablish yourself from ground up. Because when you're over aura over it, when you are over something, when you know you're done, you don't want to sit there and question it. You don't want to sit there. That's the last thing you want to do. I mean, acceptance moves it along the quickest and fastest. So 
making sure that you recognize the signs of your own tendencies when you're over it so that you can lovingly allow yourself the time and give yourself the grace to do whatever it is you have to do without questioning your for yourself. It's it's just what's best for you. It's be- what's best for the people around you. It's what's best for your soul plan. And just, you know, because I've been here this summer and I finally have like words for it now. I just want you to know that everyone has their own timeline for dealing with things and it's okay to take your time because at first there's feelings and the words come much later. So all you got to do is, and I'm giving it to you if you don't feel like you have enough of it today, receive love. So receive my love today. Please receive it. I'm sending it to you right now. Receive it. And if that's all you can receive today, that's fine. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. But I want to hear your stories of when you were aura over it. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. Well, it seems like we have a new vocab term. We do. That we're adding to our dictionary. Aura over it. Right. Yes. Okay. And we can't take full credit for that. Yes. Our neighbor, Aaron, who was on the uh, episode with uh, Premonitions, mm-hmm. I can't remember what number that was, but one of the earlier episodes yeah. came up with the term. Is that correct? I that think is correct. So, yeah. So some of the terms we do not come up with ourselves, like Aura Splain is Ashley from the right. group. Right. Y'all know the group came up with. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we like to give credit to those people as well. <laughs> so continuing our dictionary. All right. Yes. So we thought it would be. Interesting to go and ask the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family on Facebook when they were aura over it. I was aura over it a few years ago. You were over it, aura over it this summer. And this is what – do you want to preface that a little bit before I read it? Or Yeah, so um, – yeah, I just you – know, no, that's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we asked them, when was a time you just knew with your whole body and soul you were over something? What did it feel like? What happened? Include your auras. And we said this will – We'll try to put this on the podcast. Uh, of course, we had many, many entries. We can only do a few, but we do encourage you to go read them. People really pour their hearts out on these if you if you read them on the page. Um, so. the, the vulnerability. I mean, you guys always blow me away. This thread in particular, so strong. And I really believe you could go into this thread. I strongly encourage everyone to go into this thread and really read each other's stories because the way that you describe things so helpful for one another because so many times, like I just said just previously, we think we're bad of ourselves when we're over something or we feel guilty or we don't understand it. So in this thread, this will help you a lot feel supported. So yeah, I just love you guys. Um, All right. So we picked out a couple. Yeah. So Alexandra T says in high school, I knew instantly that I was totally over the friend group that I had been with for so long. The final straw was when they uninvited me to our spring break Disney trip. I didn't even feel sad or enraged. I was simply done. I told them I was done with them and left the lunchroom and never spoke to any of them again. I am (laughs) yellow, blue to go. And I have assumed that was my indigo's moment. It was like a yell no slash indigo, I would say. I had one similar moment with a boyfriend in college. After a year of being treated poorly, we broke up and I blocked him and never contacted him again. We only spoke after he physically found me to ask why I blocked him. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And then, and then he had been trying to reach me to apologize. I didn't care. He's still blocked to this day because when you're an indigo, so I talked, when you're an indigo and I talked about this takes a lot, but when yeah. you're done, that's what happens. You're like, I don't care. I don't need your apology. It's over. I don't think about you. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I wonder what her um, role was in the group. You know, was she extra oh, main character? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, so I would wonder that. Also, I would have loved that friend group for not inviting me to Disney. I would have actually <laughs> thought that was like a sign of love. That, you're like, wow, hey, thanks, guys. Hey, Scotty, you don't have to go to Disney with us. <laughs> like, thanks, guys. 
Like, you understand that I don't have... Okay, that's great. Yeah. So, yeah, I would have actually kept being friends with them. But uh, all right, I get it. <laughs> all right, what do you got? All right, I have Dana N. Mm-hmm. And she's going through the aura over it right now. So okay. that's why I, I picked this one. And she writes, I'm wrestling with this right now. I've been in a, he- in a healthcare management role at work for about 11 years. Lately, I've been feeling almost paralyzed by a need to get out of management and maybe healthcare altogether. Suddenly, I'm very aware of every task I'm being asked to take on and whether or not I can do it authentically. It feels oddly like an out-of-body experience where observing myself from an angle I've never stood in before. I've never had my colors confirmed, but suspect I am some combination of blue, indigo, and purple. Let's see if we can confirm her from her maybe her Facebook and what do you get from that? Yeah, so I totally stalked you, Dana. <laughs> and you don't have recent photos, so I just took your profile picture. But um, so, yeah, this is fascinating because she's wearing an inauthentic blue. So she is purple indigo, but when I look at her, I see an inauthentic blue. That And she just described what being inauthentic blue feels like. An out-of-body experience. Uh, everything I'm doing feels fake. It's like, you know, it's it's like floating above yourself watching yourself doing things that's what it can feel like when you're wearing an inauthentic aura color and she's wearing inauthentic blue and she's doing the indigo thing where she's retreating inside of herself further and further and further within which makes it really hard to make connections because to function she feels like she has to be not herself and the purple i don't even it's hard to see in her and this is a profile picture but the purple is deep in there that's why um if this was a reading reading, I'd be like, I have a picture of you you took today. And I bet around right. her family, she's more purple indigo. I bet that. But for the people that she just meets or whatever, it's like, I have to pretend I can't be me. She's also wearing inauthentic green, but that's more like a hat, inauthentic yellow. So I'm sure her management duties require her to do a lot of things the way other people want them done and leave no room for her to do it in her authentic way. I mean, that you can only handle it for so long before you have to kind of move out of it. So I, I would say looking at her, she's approaching done. Okay. She's 100% approaching over it. And something's going to happen where, and she's purple, so that purple's quiet. Could be the bottom. So the purple (laughs) could, you know, the purple likes to come in and slap you across the face. (laughs) Then all of a sudden you're like, I just quit. I don't even know how I did that. Oh my God. So you might want to plan for that. Just plan ahead so the purple doesn't have to do that. But, but yeah. Yeah. It's hard. So does that purple just like break, like break through like the clouds of blue and just comes out? Purple's like a like a viking warrior (laughs) like you're just living your life and you've been suppressing your purple you can't if you're purple you cannot suppress it for very forever forever okay it it will come come out like a volcano it's going to eventually erupt yes and if you're not listening to it it will attack and and it'll purple bomb it'll just start (laughs) subconsciously doing stuff and you won't even know so it can be like really especially in your in a job like i think dana has i mean silly mistakes like, why did I even do that? It's like your purple did it when you weren't paying attention. Yeah. It's like the other you, you know, at like silly mistakes or, or doing something or saying something to the wrong person. I mean, you gotta be careful because like your purple will plant the bombs, but maybe you want them to. That's the whole thing with the purple bomb yeah. situation. Anyways. All right. Yeah. Aw, Dana. Uh, that's hard. Thank you for sharing uh, that though. Right. That's a very relatable feeling. Yeah. Very, yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. And then I have Michelle S. My previous job is when she was aura over it. Something happened at my science job. I'll spare you the green details where my work was called into question. A huge hit to my sense of work ethic. They may have well have gut punched me. I knew then I was leaving. Even though it was a long day that night, I went home and job searched to find the perfect position for me much closer to home and in the specific field I got my master's in plant science. Things have never aligned for me that way. And I think divine intervention played a role. She's indigo green now and was blue green then and i talked about this with greens being aura over it it's like they streamline and i'm done and then they can kind of emotionally put themselves somewhere else and let the green take over and fall into like a hobby or something that you know with her it just worked out it happened to be her plant science masters so that's like awesome but she just streamlined it um kind of wall you know kind of went off the grid emotionally to just get this done Got it done, and now and now she's happy. Okay. So that that's good. It seems like a 
a different way of being over aura, over aura, aura it, over it than a purple. So you, purple it seems like it's going to be some violet yeah. thing. The green seems like it's going to be more systematic. Yeah, greens kind of can handle it. I mean, not ever. Everybody's different, but I would say greens have a system. Yellows have a system. Even reds have a system. Although yeah. reds can get a little passionate, but right. they have a system. Whereas <laughs> indigos might ghost you. Purples might bomb the whole thing. I mean, pinks, I talked about doing the pink punch. So they right. might do a whole other thing, kind of more, whoa, <laughs> you know. <laughs> All yeah. right. All right. I have one more here. I picked Mariella M. Okay. Okay. And I picked it because I was in there. Just <laughs> to be honest. Just to be completely honest. <laughs> okay. So she says, right off the bat, I am blue-purple with inauthentic red confirmed by yours truly. And she says, I think he's right. All right. So am I, I am looked I right? at her. You're am right. I right? Am yeah, I right? you're right. Because I wouldn't have gone with that. If I said that, I would have probably went with other no, colors. No, you're but good I'm, at oh, it. I got it right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. So she's, oh, really? Oh, I'm so proud of myself. All right. Yeah. I was a manager in my sale, in a sales job. So maybe I was picking up the red from the sale. Yes. Your job can affect your aura for sure. Yeah. You know? Okay. You was, can think it's you. Yeah. I was a manager in a sales job, so I think my red has gone away. Oh, for sure. Okay. My most recent job as a manager at a community center, I really got to help others, but felt I had mo no more room to grow. Yeah. After the first week there, I asked the universe to not stay here for more than a year and 11 months. Like a one 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 thing? Later, later, and okay. 11, oh, sorry. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> more than a year and 11 months later, I am quitting now and have got, gotten into a school for respiratory therapy. When I made the decision to be over this job, I felt really bad about leaving behind the seniors that I talk to every day and the special needs patrons. Aw, her blue really connected. Here's the blue. That's yeah. where her blue was connecting. But I also felt a sense of certainty that this was never going, never my long-term path. So I had to force myself to quit and make the necessary moves. I can tell usually once I made, make a decision if it feels right, like I'm on the right path or not. And usually what guides me are things I myself had said in the past. I know my angel... I know my angels guide me. I hope that makes sense. Well, I po apologize, first of all, for butchering your, <laughs> your words. Um, it is difficult. Yeah, I don't know why sometimes it's so difficult for me to read these things. But, um, okay, so that does make sense that she's a blue-purple and then with that red. From I like that she right? talked about and described her feelings because I talked about that. Like, purple's just no. I'm yeah. done. It's over. And they don't always know what they're going to do next or why or whatever, but they just know. In my gut, this is done. In my gut, I can't stay here. This isn't, this isn't forever. And I love, she was very self-aware and she understood the parts of herself that worked and the parts of herself that didn't work with that job, which probably alleviated any purple bomb situations no. for her. So, so I, I really like, she was shown, you know, blue, you don't always have to purple bomb it. You know, if you listen to your purple, like Mariella did, it, the bomb doesn't happen. You you can, right? You just have to listen to yourself and not ignore it, and then the bomb doesn't then happen. The bomb. Then you'll get the bomb. Yeah. Okay. But then I have one with a bomb <laughs> because <laughs> oh boy, let's just be honest; those are fun. <laughs> All right, Shannon J writes the last job I worked. That's when she was or over it before opening my own business and going to grad school. My boss was unsupportive, and her manager was having a talk with quotes around it with me every day around some fabricated issue with my performance. I swear I wasn't a purple bomb, but it probably looked like that to others from the outside. So, you know, like when you're being micromanaged and especially purples and you're like, I know this is about you and it's not about me and you're just picking on me and I'm triggering you and you just like sense someone has like power trip issues on you and you just want to bring it to them. Yep. I felt so, I, you know, she was going through that with this uh, manager, which I thought was interesting. But this is interesting, too. She said, I felt utter fatigue all the time. Yep. Like in my bones, like the pain you can physically feel when you're done. And I could feel my usual people pleasing just vanishing. I knew they were pushing me out and I was just so tired, angry and frustrated all at the time about how they were acting and that I let them. It felt like exhaustion, anger and surrendering to the inevitable. And then it felt like a flood of relief when I finally hit send on my resignation letter. Then the pandemic hit and shut us all down. <laughs> Don't is that funny? She's like, I did it. I quit. And then like two weeks later, it's like everything shut down anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, you know, make it a move like that to the universe, even though 
if you just waited it out, you just would have been let go anyhow. Um, it's a great energy message. It's a great energy vibe to send out. Like I'm not taking it. I yeah. quit, you know, yeah. it's like really giving them the what's up. So yeah. I think that's good. Love that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I did go through them all and it does. And first of all, I don't think any guys wrote in. I think it was all women that wrote. I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't see any guys right in. So it seems like if, if I had to categorize it, it seems either like the, the aura over it is either from a job mm-hmm. or a, a guy, like a, like a relationship. Boyfriend. Yeah, relationship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I saw a few of the, their parents in there. Okay. But it seems like the number one and number two, I don't know which one had more, but either job, career, or like husband, boyfriend. That's type what thing. I see relationship that in, thing. in my readings a lot. But you know what's funny? Um, you can be going through something with work. And then in a reading, I'll be like, let me see a picture of your family, you know? And then I get kind of the role you had as a kid or the role in your family, not to throw any like families under the bus or anything like that. It's just kind of like, you're never, it's never about the job. It's about how something makes you feel. And you're really over that. And usually you can trace that back to a place in you that used to feel like that's how you had to be or what that's what you had to take to survive. And so being aura over it is more than just the job that in the surface thing that you think is happening now. It's actually about being over what got you there in the first place, why you've been putting up with it so long, and the root causes of it. So when you're kind of over it with a job or relationship, you might be like, oh, it's just in the now, but you know it's not. It's so deeply penetrating to like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not going to be spoken to like that anymore. That is not my role anymore. you know. And I don't care anymore for people to see me that way. So it's always so much deeper within you, which I think is such a cool thing and such an introspective thing to kind of ponder yeah yeah love it no right. i i, th- I think uh i don't know i could be biased but i think people take a lot out of this episode i hope I, so I, I hope so i hope so well i absolutely love you all and i'm so glad you're here and i'm so thankful for your sharing and you know this podcast is for you and about you and we're so glad you spent some time with us today 